When they start eating solids, often parents notice bits of food appear in the nappy, such as black specks from bananas, the shells of corn kernels and peas. This is perfectly normal, and it doesn't mean that the baby cannot or hasn't digested the food. So they're just things to keep in mind along the way. Welcome to Breastfeeding with ABA, a podcast brought to you by volunteers with the Australian Breastfeeding Association. Breastfeeding with ABA is a podcast about breastfeeding made by parents for parents. In this episode, we'll be talking about what to expect when it comes to baby poop. From the frequency to the colour, texture and smell. And some information from an expert on food sensitivity and baby poop we're going to let you know what's normal. You'll also hear some of our favourite poo stories, so you might want to make sure you're not eating during this episode. You've been warned. This podcast is being recorded on Aboriginal lands. The Indigenous women of Australia have been living, working, breastfeeding and raising children successfully on this country for tens of thousands of years. Their skills and knowledge have been key to their health and survival. Indigenous women's contribution to our history and continuing culture is often ignored. We would like to acknowledge and celebrate the First Australians on whose traditional lands we are recording and you are listening. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and future. In each episode, you will hear from different mums from around Australia. My name is Andrea. And my name is Inez. And I'm Ariane Nguyen, and we're all volunteer counsellors with the Australian Breastfeeding Association. To start with, I'd like to introduce Joy Anderson, who is a breastfeeding counsellor and community educator with ABA. She's also a lactation consultant and dietitian. And Joy has two children of her own who were born in the 1980s, and she also has one grandchild. Joy, thank you so much for coming along today to talk to me about baby food. What we'd like to know from you, Joy, is what's normal for baby poo? What sort of frequency should a parent look out for? Well, if we look first at a newborn, they generally have black sticky poo called meconium. And the frequency is not very great in those first few days. But we expect there to be some so that we know that the baby is clearing it, which means that the baby is actually getting some food as well. And then further on during the early weeks, what sort of frequency would parents expect to see? In young babies, up to around about six weeks at least, generally they have three or more poos each day. If they have less than that, it's a good idea just to check that they're getting enough breast milk. We'll go into how to check your baby is getting enough breast milk in a moment. Once they're over that about six weeks of age, they may have fewer each day. They may even go days without doing a poo. In these cases, usually once it does come, there's like a lot of it, but it's very variable from that age. It can still be very frequent or less frequent. And sometimes I hear a baby's only pooing around once a week. Is that okay too? 
Yeah, if everything else is fine and all the other signs, they're, yeah, they're gaining weight and they're happy and healthy, as long as they're having lots of uh, wet nappies and the poos when they do come are considerable in, in amount, then uh, yeah, that's fine. Considerable in amount. There's a few cheeky slang terms for this type of poo. Some people call it a poo-tastrophe. Some people call it a poonami. Inez, Ariane-Wen, what are your thoughts on these sorts of mega poos? The poonami, they always happen at the most inconvenient time. You know, right. When you're running late for an appointment and, yeah. I always think it's sort of mum's law, isn't it? If your baby hasn't done a poo in ages, make sure you're wearing a lovely outfit and make sure the baby's in, you know, the favourite outfit from grandma uh, and be running late because then they seem to do a poo. So every... <laughs> That's the it's kind of like washing your car yes. to bring the rain on. <laughs> yes. I did once have uh, a punami. I... Um, as a new mum, I flew from London to Marimbula with a seven-week-old baby and we took off on the from Singapore and just as we were sort of leaving the runway, poo started seeping up the back of my son's neck and the poor air hostess was looking at it and looking at the time allowed until we were able to take our seatbelts off and it was quite a long time we had to sit with poo sort of all over this seven week old baby oh dear right at, tsunami. <laughs> right at the start of a long right flight at, right That's at the start hard. I'd had some foresight I had a, a couple of ziplock plastic bags with me so I just could zip them in zip it into a plastic bag but it just it was about 20 minutes until you can take the seatbelt off when you're just taking off. So, yes, it's a long one. So, Joy, just circling back a little, when we look at wet nappies, how can we tell that a baby is getting enough milk? Generally, they should actually pass urine at least six times a day. It's a bit difficult when you're counting nappies these days because if you're using highly absorbent single-use nappies sometimes, a baby can actually do more than one wee in those nappies. But the urine should be clear, non-smelly, and if you can work out that they're actually weeing at least six times a day, okay. then that's fine. So clear nappies, not strong smelling, and I've heard it described as a sort of straw-like colour, a pale straw-like colour. Yeah, clear or very pale, yep. Yeah, the ABA advice is that if your baby is having at least six very wet cloth nappies or at least five very wet disposable nappies in 24 hours, that's a good sign, along with all of the other signs of lots of milk. Speaking of colour, what about the colour of poo? What should parents look out for there? In the early days, it'll be black and sticky and then as the milk comes in, it changes to more of a greenish-brown colour, less sticky, and finally to a soft or watery mustard yellow. And most breastfed babies have mustard yellow and runny poos. Sometimes they're green, and that can still be quite normal. If you let the poo dry on the nappy, they can also look green. But normal poos can vary in colour. Even if they are 
a different colour to what you expect and the baby's otherwise well and gaining weight, then there's no cause for concern. And what about the texture of the poo? Well, the sticky poo to start with, but once the milk's in and the poos have gone to that more breastfed, mustardy, yellow sort of colour, then they're usually quite runny. They can actually be fairly watery. They're certainly not formed in any way. So they're not solid, they're runny poos, but they're... Yeah, yeah, they're runny, yep. When it comes to the smell of baby poo, an exclusively breastfeeding baby often has poo that's not overly offensive in smell. Some people even describe it as smelling like freshly mown hay, but that's not true for all babies. I once asked my eldest son if his little brother had done a poo and he went over and sort of smelled him and said, no, he just smells like off yogurt. And he was entirely breastfed, so hadn't been eating yogurt. That was just the smell of his poo, sort of old yogurt. So not too offensive, but maybe not newly mown hay. Yeah, so not newly mown hay, um, just sort of off yogurt. But I quite liked that, you know, um, this five-year-old thought that like off yogurt was an okay smell too. Um, (laughs) Not a nappy that needed to be Yeah, no, just a bit of old yogurt is kind of okay, uh, according to five-year-olds. My name is Sarah. I volunteer for the Australian Breastfeeding Association because I believe all mothers should be supported in their breastfeeding journey. When I was a new mum, I came to the Australian Breastfeeding Association for advice and support. Not only did I receive this, but I was also welcomed as a new mum. Now I volunteer in hope that I can support other mothers in the same way. For more information about volunteering with ABA, visit breastfeeding.asn.au and click on the volunteering tab in the menu. The Australian Breastfeeding Association receives funding from the Australian Government. Much later down the track, after starting solids, that the poos change again at that point, don't they? Yeah, if the baby's having solids, or even if they've just been fed formula, the poos can be a more, bit more brown, might be slightly more formed, more sort of adult-like, I guess, and more offensive in the smell, but they still should be quite soft. What are some warning signs that parents might see in their baby's poo? As a newborn, if they're not going through that phase of um, the black sticky and going green and going more mustardy over the first few days, then that's a, a warning sign. And then at any age, small infrequent poos can mean the baby needs more milk and sometimes the poos get a bit sort of drier than they, they normally would be. And if a baby has an illness, like if, if the, an older child has brought, brought a, a gastro home and the baby has diarrhoea, how, how would the parents know? First of all, if it's a breastfed baby, it's pretty rare for them to have diarrhoea. But if they were to be ill with it, The poos would be very, very watery and there'd be a lot of them. They probably would smell different and chances are you'd have other indicators that that the baby is unwell. 
And you have to be very careful with babies because they can dehydrate very quickly, especially if they happen to be vomiting as well. In that sort of situation, you know, I think it's it's imperative that you you take baby to a doctor quickly. So that's a point that parents would be seeking medical attention for the baby if the baby's visibly unwell and if there's vomiting and diarrhea. Yes. Are there other instances when the poos might indicate that a baby needs medical attention? I guess, um, I mean, constipation's the other end of the scale. Again, that's pretty unusual in, in a breastfed baby. If they're constipated, and this is nothing to do with the length between when they do a poo, this is constipation's about how hard the stool is. So in a baby, they'd be sort of like pebbles, small and hard and difficult to pass. More breast milk will certainly help this and, and soften them up a bit. But if the baby is significantly constipated, then it would be best to check with the doctor. There may be other treatment that they recommend. So if a parent's seeing small formed pebble-like poos and the baby's straining or seeming to find that difficult to pass, that's the time to consult a child health nurse or, or a, a GP. Yes, yes. Another one that may indicate that you need to go and, well, would indicate if you, you need to go and check with your doctor, do you see any blood or you know, really huge amounts of mucus in the nappies. Now, the mucus will sort of look like raw egg white. A small amount of mucus is quite normal, that it's not just an all or none thing, but if there's a, a lot, uh, and especially if there's blood as well. So, Joy, another thing mums might have heard of is lactose overload. What do we mean when we talk about that? Often young babies, uh, especially under three months, drinks or almost like too much milk. Often mothers have a lot of milk in those first few weeks. And in this case, the baby could be quite unsettled, but they're gaining weight well. But if they have lots and lots of wet and dirty nappies, and sometimes they're green and frothy and explosive, it could mean that the baby has lactose overload and often mothers don't think they don't have enough milk because the baby wants to feed all the time. They act hungry. If you're thinking that this might be happening, then an ABA counsellor can provide some suggestions to help resolve this. And you can find a link to an article about lactose overload in the show notes. Are there any signs of food sensitivities that might show up in a baby's nappy? Yeah, sometimes food sensitivity can irritate a baby's gut and they can have mucus and sometimes even streaks of blood, but generally sort of a bit more mucus than they'd normally have in their poos. And this is because the gut is, when it's irritated, it produces more mucus. I mean, it normally has mucus because it lets the contents slide by, but when it's irritated, it tends to produce more and you might see that in, in the nappy. Even bits of blood, tiny little bits of stringy bits or something that looks, looks red, that can just also indicate irritation. It's just a little bit more severe. But the good news is once the irritation ceases, then the gut will heal up 
quite quickly and, and there'll be no long-term effects on the baby. And so can that occur in a baby who's exclusively breastfed, those food sensitivity? Yes, because the milk, they, the foods can come from the mother's diet and go through the milk to the baby. So okay. if the baby's got a sensitivity, then yes, they can react to that. If a parent's concerned about food sensitivities in their baby, where can they seek help? I think their first protocol should be their GP because some of the things that, that you see with babies with food sensitivity can be caused by other things. So a doctor would need to rule out those things and give the baby a good check over. If the doctor can't find anything else and feels that the baby is otherwise healthy, then a dietitian who has a special interest in this area of food sensitivity in babies can certainly help mothers with designing an elimination diet, making sure that their diet's got everything in it that they need and help the mother to work out what it could be. This is much better than mothers trying to just take a stab in the dark and trying to guess and then start eliminating foods because uh, it's very difficult to do and they could end up with diets that are deficient so to finish things off, Joy, you've prepared your top three things you think parents should know about baby poo. What are they? Normal babies often grunt and make faces when they pass a poo. It's just very common. It doesn't mean they're constipated or in pain because constipation, as I mentioned, is only really about the consistency of, of the poo, uh, not the frequency or, or not what the baby does or looks like when they pass a bowel motion so that sometimes parents wonder about. Another one is that it's a good idea to change the baby's dirty nappy as soon as possible because they can get nappy rash if the poo is, is sort of like held against their skin. And, and finally, when they start eating solids, often parents notice bits of food appear in the nappy, such as black specks from bananas, the shells of corn kernels and peas. This is perfectly normal and it doesn't mean that the baby cannot or hasn't digested the food. So they're just things to keep in mind along the way. Thanks so much to Joy, Ariane and Inez for joining me to discuss all things baby poo. For more on this topic, you can go to the ABA's website at breastfeeding.asn.au and check out the show notes for a link to this episode's blog post, which contains further links and information. To speak to a breastfeeding counsellor, call the National Breastfeeding Helpline on 1800 686 268 or you can also use live chat via our website breastfeeding.asn.au To find your local ABA group, visit our website where you'll find loads of breastfeeding information and a link to join the association as a member. You also might like to join our Facebook group to continue the conversation. Just search for breastfeeding with ABA. Make sure you answer the joining questions so we can add you quickly. A word about sponsorship and advertising. In each episode, you hear, you'll hear about other ABA services and products that we think could help families. We're a not-for-profit member organisation. We're a charity, so we need to look for sources of income to support our activities. 
So you may also hear about non-ABA products and services, but we've carefully chosen because they are consistent with our goals and aims. You can feel reassured that advertising on our platforms will always be compliant with the World Health Organization code on marketing in this area. We want this podcast to be a resource that any new parent can find and come back to because these issues are timeless. Do you like what you've heard? Please rate, review and subscribe to Breastfeeding with ABA. We would love it if you would share this podcast and our website with your family and friends so that other families can use this information and find support too. Thank you for listening.